0: What up guys, welcome Hello. back to episode 5 of the Desk Bound Therapy Podcast. Today I'm talking with Mark Liebert of Liebert Fitness. Hello. In a second he's going to tell us a little bit about who he is and how he got started in the fitness industry. So why don't you just go ahead all and right. tell us a little bit how you got started in the fitness industry, what your passions were growing up and a little bit about how you made your career.
1: Alright, hey David. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, geez, it's a long, long story. I've been in the fitness industry since, uh, I was in college. And, uh, you know, I stepped into the weight room and I was a skinny kid at six, one and 150 pounds. And I was like, I got to put on some muscle. Um, and I just fell in love with weightlifting. I fell in love with fitness. Um, I was always involved in sports and, uh, I went to college and then university. I went to both actually. And uh, after that, I was trying to decide what I wanted to do, but I just kept being drawn back into the weight room and uh, just decided to make a career out of fitness. And, and that evolved into personal training, which uh, evolved into launching my own fitness products. And uh, that's where we are today.
0: What really inspired you to make Equalizers was how far into your career did you decide to make your own fitness product?
1: Yeah, I was quite a bit into the career. I was doing a lot of in-home personal training. And my clients needed a portable piece of equipment that wasn't going to be expensive or take up too much room in their homes. So that's when I first uh, kind of the idea hit me. And I just called up a buddy in Hamilton and, and said, I'm bringing a case of beer over if you could weld some stuff up for me. And uh, he welded up my first set equalizers.
0: Wow, so how many iterations have you gone through from the beginning to where we are now?
1: Um, pretty much once we decided on a final prototype, it's not really changed outside of making some taller XLs, some taller ones, and now the short ones, the paralettes. But um, I probably went through about eight to ten different configurations for deciding on the size and shape that we have now.
0: And then for those who are listening who don't know, the equalizers are actually these awesome um, fitness equipment that you can do at home that's used all over the world, whether you're doing calisthenics, bodybuilding bodyweight workouts you can do pretty much everything on here you'll see them in almost any gym or any any instagram channel you're on so they're they're definitely well known that kind of brings us to our next question is um did you envision this huge success and how did you really stand out and position the equalizers yeah great question
1: um first of all yes i did um i think that um first of all i'm a bit of a Eternal optimist and, uh, I knew that the tool is useful and, uh, I'm just really stubborn and I kept pushing it out there until, until it became something. Um, but I really did know it's just, you know, getting people around you to believe and, and just, uh, having lots of perseverance. Uh, channels were many, you know, trade shows, um, social media. Um, just doing demos, meeting with people. Um, Now it's more social media, but back in the day, when we first launched, it was more
0: print and it was more uh, attending trade shows. That's super interesting because you think, you you see it now and you see it all over social media, but you don't really consider all the work that's gone into creating these products. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been in a,
1: a Tim Hortons or a Starbucks with trainers like yourself and they've never seen it and I just, you know, show them everything you can do with it and then you know that's another set of equalizers out there into the market so yeah lots of uh lots of leg work and lots of hustling in the beginning for sure
0: so what would make these different for someone again who hasn't used them before how do you say they they are they're different from all the other products out there whether they be bars or other bodyweight equipment
1: um well we kind of created our own little category before the equalizers um (laughs) nothing like that really existed uh i wasn't into gymnastics but Parallettes have always been out there, and and people have always always worked out in gymnastics on like the the, the higher parallel bars. Um, but I didn't even know those were, were a thing. Uh, I just came up with the idea and and got it to market. It was later that I found out, um, you know, that there was stuff similar to that. But you know, we're the first, uh, and uh, I think what se- separates our piece of equipment from other you know, functional training tools would be um, the versatility. That's what most people say to us. They just love the versatility of the
0: product. Definitely, especially because there's there's different heights and you can use them for cardio, you can use them for strength, you can use them for pretty much everything. It really makes it a versatile product. So you mentioned that you kind of came on this idea and it's something that kind of was you're trying to solve a need for your own. It seems like that's a theme around a lot of like, like general success, whether it be in the fitness industry or other industries, it just kind of, Filling in a hole or thinking, what advice would I give myself back then? Or what kind of solution am I trying to solve for myself that could help a lot of other people?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say that's a, a fair assessment. And, uh, you know, having having a, a, a space, a vacuum in the marketplace does lend for some ingenuity. And for me, that's exactly what happened, actually, with all our fitness tools, Equalizer, the Buddy System, the Stretch Strap, um we're just, you know, I was trying to fill a need. I guess uh, invention is a mother of necessity,
0: that kind of thing. So what would you recommend for someone who, say, wants to get started as a personal trainer? What would be your best advice for them? Oh, wow.
1: Um, great question. Uh, show up on time. Uh, over-deliver. Um, charge what you're worth, even if you're just getting started. Uh, I didn't do that in the beginning, um, but it's still your time. And, uh, and as long as you're professional and deliver effective, safe workouts, um, you're definitely worth that. What else? Attend trade shows. Too many people are getting their education online. You've got to get out there and have some hands on and work with coaches who are experts in the field. I would definitely say that's a that's a big one for me. I I, I didn't really realize how important it was until I started going to them myself as much as I, I have been with the equipment. It's great networking as well. Um Get some, uh, get some business advice, get a good accountant, just try to fill in some gaps that you're not good at. Um, don't try to do everything. So get a good bookkeeper. Sounds kind of silly, but you know, don't try to do all that stuff on your own. Focus on what you're good at. And um, social media, uh, you know, David, just from your channel, you're doing amazing on it. Get out there on social media and start promoting yourself right away. So I'd say those are some tips.
0: Yeah, you I know, actually, for yeah. my social media, I follow the same kind of idea. I'm always thinking, uh, what advice do I wish I knew earlier? And what can I share? And some of the mistakes I made, because that kind of makes it more like, the advice giving is a bit more personal, but it's also, I'm not kind of going out of reach, like thinking, what kind, of, what should I, I post today? It's what do I wish I knew? Or what did I learn yesterday? That's the, how I kind of base my stuff, to show them I'm always learning.
1: Yeah, great idea.
0: So at what point, because I know you've been a, a trainer for a long time, what point did you... Um, like reach these levels of like the top fitness entrepreneur. And then again, 2016, you're Canada's top 100 health influencers. Was there like a certain point where you're starting to get like recognition or was it something you were training and how you're training your clients that you changed? Or has you always had the same kind of philosophies? Um, wow.
1: And another great question. I think most of that recognition through the media and just different organizations came from our product and the development of, you know, getting something to market and and programming around it. So most of it had to do with, you know, becoming a, uh, an inventor, I guess, in a lot of cases, a manufacturer and, and a supplier of innovative fitness equipment. Um, but in terms of how I train clients, yeah, it changed a lot over the years. In the beginning, I was thinking, got to give them as much exercise in an hour as I can. Uh, but it started to shift when I started uh, taking NLP and studying more psychology. And working on behavioral changes with my clients and helping them navigate through all the stress that they're under. So, you know, why add another hour of complete stress when we can add into that some uh, mindset training and some some recovery work at the end just to make it a more balanced workout. So I'd say my training sessions changed quite a bit over the years.
0: So how would a new trainer know when to introduce, say, this mindset stuff into a session? Would it be stuff you, they would want to work with them before the session or give them homework and assign them tasks to practice their kind of mindset?
1: Yeah, I'd say probably it's a little bit of both, you know, um, you know, I start every session with uh, goal setting and it gives the client an opportunity to think about themselves differently, change their internal dialogue, get into the habit. Um, but yeah, having some homework is a great idea. Um, keep them accountable, follow up with them on text or email. And, uh, Yeah. And and in terms of the trainer, you know, get get some get some uh, knowledge yourself on on what it means to be a a better motivator. I mean, obviously, we love fitness and we love showing people how to do it. But, you know, being a personal trainer is a little bit
0: more than that. Yeah, I think I think you really hit the nail on the head there when you mentioned that you're kind of setting intentions every session with the client. Because it's really your goals always change and it's really good to have intentions, whether it's for your month's training block or for the one workout that way you can push yourself and you can still keep the goal in the back of the mind. But when you kind of just go through the motions and you exercise and you follow a program without really knowing your goal, it kind of makes it hard to stay motivated.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's good to have those long, medium, and long-term range goals and and visit them every workout, 100%.
0: One thing I really like about using the, the EQs for body weight is it takes away that layer of restriction because a lot of times people – especially people I work with who sit all the time. It's not about finding exercises they can't do and giving them mobility because they can't do exercises. It's about finding a way that they can do an exercise, whether it's making a deadlift higher or doing push-ups a little higher or doing a different variation. I've recently come to realize it's finding out what you can do and working on that to stay moving, not just like eliminating things based on your mobility and stuff like that. Obviously, it's important to, to still work on the mobility, but obviously you want to just do what you can, get stronger.
1: Yeah, yeah, no I um I just <laughs> got off a of surgery as well and I've always said to clients, you know, there's more you can do than you can't. So, yeah, you work on some progressions and and uh obviously like you said the mobility and all that all those types of things are great, but um uh you know, they lead into a a good workout. So the client wants for the most part to lose weight, so we got to get them moving efficiently and effectively and and then um, get our workout in. Regardless, you just work around things. There's always a way.
0: Yeah, I saw the day after, I think, you had your surgery. You were doing dips on the equalizers. That was pretty pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. my surgeon didn't think so. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I tend to get after things a little bit too soon. But, yeah, um, I was being careful.
0: So have you always been, when you started your career in the fitness industry? have you always been like, like go, go, go? Or has you been a little bit more reserved? Like when you're still kind of learning – how to find your place and how to kind of find your voice. Yeah, that's, you know, I'm kind
1: of a a mix of, um, my wife puts it this way. Um, I'm either full out or fuck all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I have my downtime and I really enjoy my downtime. Uh, but when I'm doing something, I'm, I tend to be all in. I tend to go hard. So, um, the key, I guess, for that is is to find ways to turn it off and, and try to, you know, stress is fine. It's when it becomes long-term and it becomes strain. And I found, you know, in the last few years, I've been probably going a little too hard for too long. So you um, have to be careful of that.
0: Yeah, it can be hard to sustain 100% for a long period of time. Recently, yeah, I've, been, I've been telling my clients that I'd rather you train three to four days a week with an easy to medium-intensity workout then do five days, six days a week on something too hard. Because if I'm going to give you something easy uh, three to four days a week and you could do that for the rest of your life versus five to six days a week for what, like a, a two, three months, then I'd rather you do the easy workout forever and still stay moving.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the key, stay moving.
0: But it also comes down to, again, setting our intentions and understanding is your goal, longevity, is it to lose weight, is it to do you want to work out to show yourself self-love, it really comes down to understanding yourself. And this is a really great way you can kind of not only learn more about yourself, but really use these skills and this discipline to carry over to other areas of your life. Yeah,
1: uh, it's uh, it's changed lives. And uh, I mean, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, I'm sure, with you. But if you have audience Members that are listening, I've I've done personal training like yourself, and I've owned a cl- I own a club, a fitness club, and and we see it every day the 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 smile on people's faces and the renewed energy and the, and the positivity and they feel proud of themselves and they have a new a renewed respect for themselves because they're taking the time to live a healthier life, which is you know something that's going to not just change their life but change the way they look at themselves and change the way they can um, you know be there for their families yeah
0: it's so so true the way they feel afterwards is really one of the most rewarding feelings in this industry especially whether it's after teaching yoga class and everyone's so relaxed and you just feel so grateful or it's say you've had a long day of clients like I know I worked yesterday to like eight thirty with clients and you're obviously like you're you're tired but they the way they feel afterwards just kind of gives you energy you feel so proud of them and then you're just like kind of brought out like good work and it just it's a good feeling it kind of keeps you going on those days where you're just not feeling it or you're tired. Yeah, yeah, it
1: really does. It keeps you going and, um, and, uh, but you have to, you know, pace yourself and make sure you don't overdo it as well. That's, I think, a big trainer um, thing. We tend to be type A personalities and go a little too hard. So hopefully you're taking care of yourself, brother.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I'm taking care of myself. Training a little bit hard in this current block, but definitely taking a recovery day today. Good, good. So what are some other, like, l- lessons you've learned in your career or uh, mistakes you made that you would that you could help someone avoid whether it be recovery or business or even training style oh wow um recovery uh i was in a good habit of doing more recovery
1: uh when i was involved in martial arts and then i got away from it um definitely noticed uh definitely noticed my energy level come down when i don't spend more time recovering so i'm in the habit now of doing my physical therapy, I go to him uh, once a week. He's I'm booked in every Tuesday for the year, <laughs> and then um, I booked out some time for myself to work on some stretching as well. So, recovery uh, for me is a big, big part of it. And but I did get away from it for a while. Um, business, oh geez, there's so many lessons. Uh, I think probably having difficult conversations would be the hardest one for me. I'm I tend to shy away from any confrontation. Um, so for me to be able to speak my mind rather than just let it sit inside me and fester is a very important skill and something I'm getting better at. And uh, what was the last one, David?
0: Um, just like mistakes you made, whether it be early in your fitness career or on, like say, different styles to train clients or just even like little mistakes you made, whether it be just like early on in your fitness career, like something yeah. that someone getting started should try to avoid or just a situation they should try to understand
1: yeah I, I think we kind of covered it a bit earlier with yeah. uh in terms in terms of training clients just uh you know for me anyways having a more well-balanced approach to uh their fitness um I, I think is valuable yeah some really good
0: info it's all about just kind of finding that balance and fitness can again it can you mentioned the recovery and it's true when you train too hard and you need a little bit too much volume because a lot of times they're People work at their desk all day or they just can start on a program and they'll want to go super hard, but they don't realize like the, it's kind of like an energy balance kind of continuum. You train um, too hard and then you're really tired the next day and you don't want to go again. You kind of have to slowly over the months, over the years, build up your working capacity. So your body kind of has this kind of protective level of strength so you can kind of adapt to a certain amount of exercise without kind of risking the injury because it's really, that's what it comes down to. Even for like the, the physical therapy, yeah, a lot of people think it's just for the injury, but it's also really good to just to stay injury free and to stay healthy and to show some love to your body. Yeah. Yeah. You know what?
1: That's so true. I, I, I think, you know, I share two things with my clients that kind of resonate with that is is one is if it, if it takes 10 days to walk into the forest, it takes 10 days to walk out. <laughs> so we have to not think we're gonna get in shape in two weeks if we haven't worked out in 20 years um you know and and just uh you know along those same same lines is is the workouts in the beginning are preparing you they're just preparing your body to start to train harder so you have to put in that prep work first i think that's really important
0: yeah there's so much we could say love to, love to say that for another awesome. podcast on how to exactly the steps you can take to get started with fitness before we awesome. um, before we uh, end the call, is there any last thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: No, just, uh, you know, just the, the basics, you know, um, smile um, every day, try to help somebody out. And, uh, you know, um, we live in uh, such wonderful times and just be grateful every day. Great stuff. Also, for those listeners who
0: are in the Toronto area, Mark has a, an educational event coming up, um, I think, in a few months. Why don't you tell them a little about that if they want to learn about uh, learn about your training system because I will be there so if you're there too we can all learn together
1: okay yeah um, well we postponed it for now um, just because we have so much on the go but um, we do run uh, trainings all the time with our equipment so the equalizer and the buddy system uh, for our workshops and we do a lot of uh, live events as well which is the one you were talking about that we're going to uh, revisit and uh, have that hopefully soon
0: all right. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, this has been a great call. Hopefully, the listeners have learned a lot. If you want to grab a pair of equalizers, we I've got a promo code for you today. You can use my code, leverfitnesscom dbt40, and you can save $40 off your first pair of equalizers. Thanks so much, Mark. Thank you so much. Talk
1: soon.